Situation, your retirement is at risk. Mission, in order to help secure your nest egg, Ranger Tom will infiltrate your financial situation, detect, close in on, and help minimize threats to your retirement. Execution, using a three-pronged approach that includes social security maximization, the color of money risk analysis, and tax protection strategies, our team will work tirelessly to help protect your golden years. Sustainment. Using the Generational Vault, Ranger Tom is able to continuously monitor your financial life. Command and Control. Ranger Tom from Georgia Wealth Advisors is the lead on this mission. He has many years of experience in the financial services industry. And now, here is Operation Retirement with Ranger Tom. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Ranger Tom, here with another episode of Operation Retirement. I hope you're having a terrific Sunday afternoon. Uh, and with me in the bunker is my good friend, Mr. Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? I am doing great, Tom. Great to be here in the thick of the action with you here in the bunker on Operation Retirement, trying to help people with their savings and their finances. So, uh, they can put that uh, money that they've worked so hard for uh, to good use, uh, especially in retirement when they're going to need it to uh, live a long and happy retirement. You know, this show is great. We covered a lot of great topics uh, last week and had a lot of great feedback from the listeners. And I know this show is going to be a great one too, Tom. What are we talking about in today's show? Tony, today we're going to talk about IRAs. And most listeners out there have heard of IRAs. They just heard the wrong definition for them. I call them an internal revenue account, Tony, an IRA. So we're going to talk about the avoiding the most common mistakes uh, made with their IRAs. And what, for the listeners out there, when I use the word IRA, I'm really talking about a whole group of accounts, your 401k, your 403B or 457 plan, if you have a SEP IRA, self-employed or small business, anything you've received a tax deduction for the money going in, that is called an IRA. I'm going to use that. So we have a lot of mistakes, Tony. So uh, what kind of questions should we start with today? Well, I'll tell you what, uh, just to uh, clarify um, what IRA stands for, and I know you use the term qualified account uh, what does that mean? I think understanding what a qualified account is and what an IRA is is going to help us, un, you know, uh, avoid mistakes, right? Absolutely. So, a when they say qualified account, that's uh, your internal revenue account, or actually, IRA is an individual retirement <laughs> account. Internal revenue account. I like it. <laughs> well, Tom, uh, even before our our first main question, I wanted to. Uh, mentioned our listeners and ask you about this. You're an elite IRA advisor, and I know you have that designation, and that's really impressive, but why don't you explain to the listeners uh, what that means? I mean, uh, basically, you're an expert in the field of IRAs. You've helped a lot of people out with that, but you're an elite uh, IRA advisor, aren't you? Well, an elite IRA, Tony, is I, I work with Ed Slot and Company, and they, he is probably the utmost expert in IRAs and IRA planning in avoiding mistakes, you know, and he'll tell you uh, that your IRA is contaminated with taxes. So the advantage to IRAs, first of all, Tony, what a, 
what qualified money is, is anytime you put money into your 401k or any account where the government's allowing you to take a deduction, not pay taxes on that money, be it a 401k, be it an IRA, a 403b or a 457 plan if you're a government employee, any of these kind of plans are qualified accounts. Means you put money in pre-tax, means I you did not pay tax on the money you deposited. Your money has grown tax deferred, so you haven't paid any, any taxes on the growth in that account. So all of that is wonderful thing. We call it triple compounding, right? Because you uh, get, you don't pay taxes on the money you put in. You didn't pay taxes on the growth and you don't pay taxes um, the entire time. So it's triple compounding, Tony. But the disadvantage is when you retire and you withdraw that money, it all becomes ordinary income. And that's where the mistakes can really happen. And that's what we want to talk about. Tell listeners things they really need to know about and limitations they have and ways they can save themselves a lot of tax money as they start using this money in retirement. Right. Yeah. And see, that's that's huge. So uh, what does it mean to have a qualified account and why is that important? So all of our 401k accounts and IRAs are qualified and quali- it's kind of funny. Uncle Sam calls them qualified. I think that means because it, it qualifies the government to tax you on it when you pull the money out. Yeah. Uh, by the way, for the listeners, so, so obviously our other accounts that aren't IRAs are called non-qualified accounts. So any money we might be in, putting in our savings account, any brokerage accounts or mutual funds that are not in our IRAs that we're just adding additional money to, those are called non-qualified accounts. So every year we get 1099s from our brokerage houses and we pay taxes on that money. So one of the important things I guess to tell the listeners right off the bat is as you start retiring and you look at how much you have in your non-qualified or non-IRA accounts, what you have in your IRA accounts, you want to keep those two separated. You don't want to say, gosh, I have a total of a million dollars. You want to know I have 300,000 in a non-IRA account and 700,000 in an IRA account. Because as you withdraw money, it's important that you use the non-IRA or the non-qualified account money that you're currently paying taxes on and perhaps postpone the IRAs. But there's a lot of different strategies. Sometimes it makes more sense to withdraw early to reduce our RMDs that we'll talk about later in the show. Uh, RMD stands for required minimum distribution. Tony, we'll talk about that. That that happens at the wonderful age of 70 and a half. Oh yeah, the half year. (laughs) (laughs) Why that is, I don't know, Tony. uh, The government. Uh, 70 and a half, 59 and a half. They couldn't have just rounded up or down. Um, well, Tom, hey, that's, hey, hey, that's called uh, political negotiation. You know, you know, <laughs> one side wanted 60, the other one at 59. They had to split the difference. That is, pro- <laughs> unfortunately, that could possibly be true. Um, yeah, that's probably true. Well, Tom, uh, what's, what's a big mistake we need to avoid, uh, when it comes to, uh, planning or managing our, our qualified accounts like an IRA? Tony, one of the biggest mistakes I see out there is violating the 60-day rollover rule. 
Here's what I mean by that, ladies and gentlemen, is as you roll money out of a 401k to your IRA, or you're transferring from your IRA to another IRA, there are a couple ways to do that. One of them is a custodian to custodian transfer. So Tony, what that means is you go from your 401k at work, the money is transferred directly to the new custodian of your IRA, and you do not uh, see that transfer, or they'll send you a check, and you will take that check made out to the custodian, to the new custodian, and you will not touch that money. It will not be made out to you personally. So that's a custodian to custodian transfer. And on that kind of transfer, Tony, the government doesn't limit the amount of rollovers you could do. You could do a hundred of them in a year if you so desired. However, the second way is the 60-day rollover rule. And a number of years ago, you could do that unlimited as well. In other words, Tony, on a 60-day rollover, I would have my IRA custodian send me the money in a check form. And then I would start a 60-day clock. I had to get that back into a new IRA. And I could not do 61 days, Tony. Uh, I had to do 60 days. And if I didn't do that, guess what happened? What? That entire uh, rollover would be considered ordinary income. I would have to pay taxes on that entire rollover. And if I'm under the age of that 59 and a half, Tony, they're going to slap me with another 10% penalty. So uh, here's what could happen. Let's say we're getting ready to retire. And um, I have a couple small IRAs that I've had, and I want to consolidate them. And I, um, let's say I, I did a uh, rollover the first part of this year. I had 30000 in an old IRA and I rolled it over to my custodian. Then I got a bigger one. I've got a $100,000 IRA that I also want to roll over. And let's say I did a 60-day rollover on the small one, and now here it is six months later, and I roll that 100000 using the 60-day rollover rule. Well, the IRS is ate up with people complaining because now under that situation, I would get a 1099 of ordinary income on that whole $100,000. So Tony, if I made $100,000 that year and then I was I had to pay a 1099 on that rollover, I'm in the $200,000 adjusted gross income bracket having to pay tax on all that money. And once again, if I'm under the age of 59 and a half, I have to pay a 10% penalty. Tony, it's a nightmare when that happens. So I would tell the listeners, number one, when you do rollovers now, I would do strictly custodian to custodian. Your 401k administrators are a little different. They'll send you a check, but they'll want to know what custodian you're rolling it to. But always do custodian to custodian transfers and you won't have a problem. Well, and that's interesting. You know, those transfers... Uh, can be tricky. And I know you help your clients out with that a lot. Now, I have a number of questions about other uh, mistakes and tips uh, that you have for us regarding IRAs. I know this is something you work with uh, a lot day in and day out to help people, but we have to take a quick break first. Is there anything you want to add before we take this break? 
Folks, if you'd like to learn how to maximize those qualified and non-qualified accounts, if you really just want somebody to talk to about, gee, I'm ready to retire, what is the best way for me to use these accounts? Please give us a call. We love to sit down and talk to you. Phone number is 678-638-6363. Again, that's 678-638-6363. Or you can visit us online at operationretirement.com. All right. Thanks, Tom. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Ranger Tom here on Operation Retirement. There may have been a time when the ups and downs of the stock market were exciting. But if you're retired or near retirement, for you that time has passed. A predictable return, a predictable income, and security may not be exciting, but your needs usually change as you grow older. When you're ready for a relatively more predictable instead of an exciting financial plan, call Georgia Wealth Advisors. We focus on crafting financial strategies that aren't exciting, but effective. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Georgia Wealth Advisors. Visit us online at gawealth.com. And welcome back to Operation Retirement with our host, Ranger Tom, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shorno. Tom, we're talking about IRAs and how to avoid mistakes and how to manage your IRA. And uh, over the break, you mentioned to me that, you know, a lot of folks that talk to you are pulling money out of trying to pull money out of their IRAs to maybe uh, invest in one of their children's business expenses or help them start a small business or help them pay off their college loan. So they're tapping into their retirement accounts for these things. Um, is that a good thing, a bad thing? Is there a right way to do that? Tony, that's an excellent question. I am so glad you covered that because I let me tell you a quick story about a, a conversation I had a with a gentleman flying out of Atlanta to Dallas. Uh, we sat around talking. I noticed he had a list of beers and I'm a beer fan. So I'm looking at his list of beers. I thought he was a, uh, a, you know, like a beer salesman. I said, Hey, I appreciate the work you do. And he said, well, you know what? We're actually starting a growler bar. He actually worked for a carpet manufacturer was going out to see uh, a hotel customer in Dallas. And he said, no, um, my son and I started a growler bar here in Atlanta and, um, uh, we're starting it. I, uh, am picking the, the beers and getting it started. I said, well, please don't tell me, uh, you started the business the way I'm afraid you did that you pulled, uh, money out of your 401k, you paid the taxes on it and you put the money in the business. Is that the way you did it? He said, absolutely. So he pulled out oh. 200000 Tony, and had to pay ordinary income. Now, he was over the age of 59 and a half, ladies and gentlemen, so he didn't pay a 10% penalty. However, he had to pay ordinary income tax. So that 200000 was now, you know, about 150000 to put into the business. Well, a much better way, if anybody out there is even considering using uh, – qualified accounts to start a business or help a child with a business, much better way is to set up a self-directed IRA. And Tony, on a self-directed IRA, the custodian would simply roll money from an IRA into your self-directed IRA, and you would then be able to invest and buy shares of stock into whatever company 
you or your children are wanting to stop. So in this case, he could have moved 200,000 over to a self-directed IRA, taken the 200,000 and put it directly into the business account by buying $200,000 worth of shares of stock. And the custodian every year would say the he has $200,000 of stock in his IRA. And here's a beautiful thing about it, Tony. Let's say they hold on to this business for 10 years and they sell it for 500,000. Well, instead of paying capital gains tax on that 300,000, the 500,000 goes back into his IRA and he decides how much uh, taxes he pays as based on how much money he pulls out every year. Isn't that a much better way to do it than well, paying taxes? Well, yeah, wow. I mean, it's great to have a strategy. And had he been working with you and involved you uh, before making any of these decisions or, or making uh, doing any of that, he would have been in a much better place financially. And absolutely, that, that conversation took place about a year ago. He's a client of mine now, so he's a great guy. Oh, that's great, though, uh, that it's working out. Now, uh, obviously, you want to avoid that mistake. Now, there are different types of IRAs, and I would under I would believe that one mistake is people don't understand the different types of IRAs, and we want to avoid that mistake. So, what are the the main types of IRAs? So, the basic types of qualified accounts, Tony, the are either a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA. Right. With a traditional IRA, this is your 401ks, any of the retirement plans at work, or your IRA. Uh, when you deposit money, you have certain limits that you have. So if you put 5,500 in your IRA this year, you simply put that as an IRA contribution and you won't pay ordinary income tax on that money. That money grows tax deferred and then when you start withdrawing it, you're, you'll pay ordinary income on every dollar you pull out, every dollar your spouse pulls out, and every dollar your beneficiaries pull out that inherit that account. With a Roth IRA, on the other hand, Tony, the money you deposit, you do not receive a tax deduction on. However, that money grows tax-free, and that later on in life, when you go to access it, it is not going to show up on your tax return as a tax-free withdrawal. So they're major, major difference. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big difference. And then you also mentioned a SEP. Right, IRA. a SEP IRA or, or uh, simplified em employee pension plan is for or has small businesses and self self-employed individuals. So they have additional deposits they could make. Uh, they don't have the quite the limits of a traditional IRA. Huh, so, interesting. So, Tony, here's a sad fact, though. With all of these different kind of IRAs and different options to put money away, a lot of Americans, believe it or not, are not saving for their retirement. We even have state-sponsored, if you heard, my IRAs. Now, this is the newest thing. And these states are trying to figure out a way to do payroll deduction if, you know, if a company doesn't have an IRA or 401k that somebody can uh, safely and easily invest into a, my, my IRA. Mm, interesting. Well, it, it sounds like it can get a little overwhelming understanding all the different types. And I know that's where you come in. Now let's take another quick break. And then when we come back, uh, we'll wrap up our discussion and I have uh, one or two more questions for you. How's that sound? 
That sounds terrific. All right. Well, Tom, let our listeners know before we take this break how they can get a hold of you. Folks, I'd love to sit down and uh, give you a complimentary strategy assessment on your retirement plan. Let's analyze your situation and let's put a uh, plan together, a simple plan, and we'll just execute it well. Just give us a call. The phone number is 678-638-6363. Again, 678-638-6363 or go to operationretirement.com. All right. Thank you, Tom. Listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Operation Retirement and our host, Ranger Tom Lowry, right after this. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Georgia Wealth Advisors now by going to gawealth.com or by calling us at 678-638-6363. And welcome back to Operation Retirement with our host, Ranger Tom. And Tom, this has been an amazing show talking about IRAs. Um, One last question for you on these qualified accounts. Um, You've mentioned RMDs, and of course, I thought that stood for really massive donut, but you (laughs) you said... it was required minimum distributions. What's that? What do we need to know about that? Right. Well, if, folks, imagine if I took uh, the IRS, the words the and IRS, and I put them on a uh, sheet of paper, what would that spell, Tony? Theirs. <laughs> right. So they think it's their money and they want <laughs> it back. <laughs> so right. what happens at the age of 70 and a half, you have to take an RMD, a required minimum distribution on a hundred thousand dollars, Tony, that'll be about $3,600 when you're 70. And every year that percentage is going to be go in increase. And the, here's the sad thing about RMDs and about that distribution. If you do not take out the money, you're supposed to after the age of 70 and a half. Now, I don't know about you, Tony, but when I turn 70, I know one thing I'm going, I I forget enough stuff, but I can imagine forgetting to take out money of an IRA when I'm going to have to pay tax on it when I'm 70. But if I fail to take that distribution, Tony, it's one of IRS's top penalties. It's 50%. So if I was supposed to pull out $3,000 and I didn't, I'm going to have to pull that additional 3000 out next year anyway, as well as I've got a, a 50% or $1,500 tax penalty. So wow. you want to make sure that as part of your retirement income plan, we're figuring out what those required minimum distributions are going to be. You have to withdraw those. And if you're yeah. getting close to 70 and a half and you happen to be listening to me, I'll tell you all about those distributions and how to maximize those. Just give us a call and we'd be happy to sit down with you and talk about how to make sure you don't pay these penalties and what to do with that money you're going to have to pull out. Right. Well, that's great. And we've covered a lot of ground in today's show, but we're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today? Well, folks, I just want to tell you to enjoy the rest of your Sunday afternoon. I'm, I'm thankful to be talking to you. Please give us a call if we can be of any help at all. 
Or again, that number is 678-638-6363. Enjoy the rest of your day, and by golly, God bless America. Thank you for listening to Operation Retirement with Ranger Tom. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Tom Lowry at Georgia Wealth Advisors. Call 678-638-6363 or visit their website at gawealth.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC, and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC makes no representations as to its accuracy or completeness. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through Georgia Wealth Management, Inc. Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC, and Georgia Wealth Management, Inc. are affiliated companies. Tom Lowry and Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC, and Georgia Wealth Management, Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.